Becoming Jane. Having gained the confidence to go out for the first time as the newly acquired me, even though it was only a short trip to a fast food place, the next step was to go out for a longer period of time and see if I could actually exist in the world, not just dip into it. This would need to be hours, not minutes. And, as you might expect, this would turn out to be an entirely different experience for me than the first one. But it was something I needed to do to make sure my gender transition would become a reality, and to make sure that I had at least a modicum of inner confidence to do it at all. If I couldn't do this, then I was about as much use as a chocolate eclair at a shortbread festival. Fortunately, my partner wanted to come along with me, which felt entirely reassuring, so we decided to head out down the motorway to an area where people would not recognise us. The idea being, so if it went badly, or we needed to bail, either of us, the motorway was never too far away. I was also very conscious that my other half might be feeling quite vulnerable, even though she was showing confidence on the outside. I mean, what if someone we knew saw us, or spoke to us, or told others about us? I mean, how would my other half handle that? So we found somewhere near, but just far enough away that it would be unlikely for us to be seen. This would actually be a place in Wensbury, just outside Birmingham in the UK. We found an area just off the motorway. There was an IKEA furniture shop close by, so if all else failed, meatballs, chips and dime cake were going to be a surefire exit plan. It was surprisingly busy at the motorway stop, but it was nice. It had clothes shops, coffee shops and a couple of supermarkets and they were all outdoors. It kind of felt ideal really. I was feeling a little uneasy and uncomfortable as I rushed getting ready and of course my skirt was too short, it was a cold morning and my top was way too low and my lipstick, well, I've got a little better since then. Standing around deciding what to do, we decided to go into an M&S food hall of course <laughs> and there was a coffee shop inside, hooray! I ordered a coffee and a cake from the lovely lady in the cafe and my other half did the same thing and then we sat at the nearest table. I had been clumsily clutching my way too small handbag, which was starting to feel like a lighthouse beacon. Beware of the tranny! It would shine out across the rocks of the rough seas. It sounds kind of silly now, but there were all sorts of emotions at play, many of which I had no handle on at all. Looking back, it kind of feels like a dream, or maybe a nightmare, I'm not sure. It depends on your perspective, I suppose. I actually have no idea how either of us managed to get through the day at all. The lady in the cafe ambled over to us. I'd seen her looking across several times. She came over, she stood at the end of the table, said something about the weather, 
and then smiled and commented on my necklace. It was a cheap-ass necklace that came with a dress that I was way too shy to wear. But she said she liked it, and she kind of just started talking to us, in a nice, reassuring kind of way. My heart was racing, my knees were trembling. I have to say, it did help that my other half was there with me, because it really helped me calm down. I was very nervous, but I have this funny thing when I get nervous, that turns me into kind of an extrovert from the introvert I am. I become all talky and sherry and carey and reassuring. But it's really just a defence mechanism for fear. The lady was lovely and calm and patient. She pointed us towards a local shop that sells that kind of chunky jewellery I was wearing. We chatted for a while. She caught me glancing down occasionally at my lemon drizzle cake. And then she said it was lovely chatting and left us to it, to serve another customer I suppose. We finished up, it was a lovely cup of coffee and a cake. And then we went around some clothes shops, but at that time I was what you might describe an online size, if I can put it that way. Clothes shopping in retail stores, which stop stocking clothes, several clothing sizes short of the size I am, is an experience. And a stark reminder that I was indeed navigating a brave new world. Oh no, I've become Christine Columbus. This new world isn't at all consistent, not like the land of men, and there are wildly different meanings and interpretations when it comes to dress sizes for women, and this seems to vary from store to store. Choice has only recently become an option for me. Usually, I'm limited to just what they have available, which isn't much at the size I was, so styling can't count, nor colour, nor fashion. I have since lost quite a lot of weight, so I can at least now just nip into any shop and buy something if I need to. But that morning, and we decided it would be just that morning, was, how best to describe, nicely stressful, I think. I was glad to get back to the car. I felt safer there. Do you know what I mean? I could relax. I was surprised how little people noticed me, or if they did notice, how little they stared at us, and if they did stare, how little they scorned. Most people I did notice, looking back, just smiled and went on with their day. This was lovely, and would kind of underpin a lot of the experiences that I've had since, and I'm so grateful for it. Driving back home, the emotions got a little too much for me and I did cry. And my other half did too. This silly little morning we had, full of nothing really, would become a turning point and we both knew it I think. We also both knew that the next step would be to tell our children. This has been an episode of Becoming Jane. Thank you for listening.